guys. Welcome to the Hype Attack Podcast, where we weigh in on the latest in nerd and pop culture hype. We're the fandom. We are the excited conversations we have with our friends about the nerdy things we all love and geek about. We are the Hype Attack. I am the Hype! Well, hello there, listeners. When I was a baby, my head was so big, scientists did experiments on me. I once. This is fact. My head was so big that scientists did indeed do experiments on me. No, no, you're listening to the right podcast. <laughs> Don't turn away. Don't turn away. You know you like this. Run. Run turn, away. Turn the volume up. Who was that? Oh, that's just Jermaine sitting across from me. To the right of me is Douglas. Hi. And to the left of me is Rudy. What up? What is up, nerds? How are you doing? How's everybody doing? Welcome back again to yet another episode of the Hype Attack Podcast. I'll stop fucking around. You guys, I missed you. Yeah, I missed you too. No, I was talking to the listeners. Uh, <sighs> it's all right. Listen, on the last episode, we call a little bit of an audible, and we said we were going to talk about video game adaptations, but we didn't because that's the fun of any conversation. It just goes any fucking place that it, it wants to go. And so it did. But I promise you, I promise you, listeners. On today's episode, whenever it is you're listening to it, morning, afternoon. I promise nothing. Night. <laughs> we will, by golly, talk about video game adaptations. But maybe. before we get into that, maybe gents, gentlemen, nerds, nerdettes, yeah. from starting over here, Douglas, how did you nerd this past week? Um, <clears throat> sorry. You Actually, couldn't do that before? I, I, I know. I know. <laughs> uh, actually, this... This week was a little nerd less. Um, I know, but I did. Uh, I did go watch Fast X yesterday. I guess you can kind of consider that nerd because that that whole movie series has gone into superhero ish. Oh, it's a superhero uh, franchise now. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, you know, it was all right. I, I thought Jason Momoa's villain was felt a little dated because they were kind of going back to that old trope of like, oh, it's a crazy person. Crazy person's evil. Can I ask you a question. Yeah. Did he go hua? Uh, yeah, he 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 did the okay. scream. He did the scream. <laughs> you may continue. Um, but other than that, I uh, I did I kickstarted this game a while back uh, called Keyforge, which is they're like relaunching it. It was um, it's a card game, so I got that delivered finally. So I had to kind of relearn how to play it. Uh, it's a cool card game. It's made by um, Richard Garfield, who's the guy that created Magic the Gathering. So it's like the godfather of these card games. And Keyforge is a little bit different because you don't you don't have to build a deck, which I know some people that's like the the best part of these games is mm. building a deck. But this one's kind of fun because it's an algorithm that will pre make these decks. So if you want to play, you can just go grab one of your favorite decks or just grab a new deck. Your buddy grabs a deck, you pull out the you know you pull out your decks and you start playing. <laughs> <laughs> I am unzipped, but and it's ready fun. to listen to more. It's an interesting story because the original company that had it. From what I read, I could be wrong, but from what I read, like they lost the algorithm or they broke the algorithm, so they couldn't make any more. So I think they sold the rights to someone else, this new company, and they rebuilt it from the ground up. And so they just launched, you know, they used Kickstarter and launched it. So I'm excited to play because it, it was, you know, I grew up playing a lot of Magic the Gathering. And so, but I don't have the time to necessarily make the decks as, as much as I used to. So it's pretty nice to be able to just kind of like start playing a game. And and you said that was a nerdless weekend. I mean, it was just like learning how to re, like re, learning how to replay the the, the game. Ladies and gentlemen, Doug always just rubbing it in my face that he's just such a platinum card carrying nerd. 
Okay. Jermaine. <laughs> Shut up, Doug. Jermaine. <laughs> yes, my time to shine. <laughs> how are you doing? <clears throat> First off, how are you doing, Jermaine? Oh, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Spiritually? Wait a minute. Before Jermaine, <laughs> before Jermaine goes, though. Isaac, shut the fuck up. What? Because you ran over him last week and he I, didn't get to I share how he heard it. I am so, aware. Did you notice that I didn't jump in only about the once with it's Douglas? It's cool. It's yeah. cool. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Just anyway. take, take, oh, take the oh, criticism. Anyway, Rudy, how up. did you nerd this week? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, so we're going to skip Isaac go. this week. <laughs> All right, Rudy's emceeing. Go, Jermaine. <laughs> uh, this week I nerded uh, a bit on... Uh, Things that I should have watched a long time ago. Uh, I finally watched um, Ant Man and Guardians, and then I also uh, dove into some uh, Star Wars Visions, which I did like Ant Man. I liked it for what it was, but I still feel like the villain needs to be a little bit more. I love what they did with him, even though this was kind of the introduction even though we got um he who remains oh yes 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 my fault but but yes even though we got him in loki but i just felt like he just needed to be a little bit more of a threat i like the backstory on all that stuff when they when uh she touched the memory uh core whatever it was oh i haven't watched it yet oh my bad but anyways i, I didn't want to interrupt you but i was gonna ask her, have we all seen it because it just dropped on disney oh, Plus, so okay. i saw it too but. uh how many beers should Spoilers. I have before I watch it? <laughs> I, I, think enjoy, yeah. I think you're good with like three. Okay. Yeah, you'll be I've heard it's pretty bad. It's, you know, go ahead. No, we'll, we'll talk yeah. about it in a second. And but I read over him. But it was good. It was solid. Uh, for what it was, I, I, I would say I'm excited for the future, but, you know, because of what, what's going on right now, we don't, we don't know what's <laughs> going to happen with the uh, he who remains. We talk about Kane, <laughs> the conqueror, but expand on that. Oh, <clears throat> uh, no. I'm good. I'm good on that. But I did finally watch Guardians, like I said, and I liked it. Or let me let me retract that. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was good. Mm-hmm. It had some uh, emotional beats. You know, I was sitting in there uh, like, oh, this movie's kidding me. Rocket story. His uh, backstory. It hurts. Has everybody seen it? Yes. I so, Yes. Loop. So... Also, with that said, I'm 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 also excited to see what James Gunn is going to do with Superman because I have been reading a lot of comments and people said after this Guardians three, they said that they're even more excited to see what James Gunn is going to do with uh, Superman. So, but also, did you guys know when when Groot finally uh, speaks? Spoiler: mm-hmm. When he says "I love you guys," what's that supposed to mean? I don't know. We're all finally part and of the family. I was getting oh. crapped on for spoilers. What the fuck are you talking about? We've all seen it. Maybe some people haven't seen it. <laughs> We've all seen it. I spoiled oh, nothing. You, you I wasn't in any implication. You yes. Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my God. I had zero implication of any spoilers, and Hold I got bleeped, and I got shut up, <laughs> oh. and I got silenced. <laughs> and he says a Groot spoke. It's such a pinnacle part. Okay. Wow. I will put it in the fucking show notes. If you have not seen Guardians of the Galaxy yet, do not listen to this episode. No, no. You can like add in some audio like alarm. Spoiler alert. <laughs> like, it's spoiler been out long alert. enough. Yeah. But uh yeah, but anyways, like it 
signifies, you know, to the viewers that you can finally understand his language after all this time, which I thought yeah. was pretty because cool. and, well, and they kind of they kind of teased it beforehand because Gamora finally understood him because um, you know this is the new Gamora that yeah, wasn't yeah, used to. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely yeah, set yeah. up. So they, yeah. they they set that up to show mm-hmm. like okay, once you've been around him and like become part of the family, you can hear him and then. James Gunn did that nice little thing at the end where we as the audience were able to finally mm-hmm. finally hear him and understand him. We finally understand. And we were as surprised as Gamora was. Yeah. Yes. Sucks yes. that she died. Sorry to spoil anything. <laughs> Rudy, how'd you how'd you know this week? Oh, wait, 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 with Star Wars Vision, I, I did like the first episode, uh, Sith. I thought it was uh, done very well. The style was art- artistically done well. That's the one that they like played with the color palette a lot, right? Like it was kind yeah, of well, light, like black painting. and white yeah, line, like, and they added the color and stuff. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, all that stuff. And I liked the, uh, I believe it's episode five, uh, Journey to the Dark Head, I believe that was the name of the episode. Yes. That one was a pretty... Pretty that, good episode. That one was from the South Korean animation studio, which, you know, the South Korean they do a lot of a lot of anime, so that it showed in that quality of that one. Like the animation style on that one is it was beautiful. <clears throat> yes. And I want more of that. I want more. But anyways, <laughs> I got yeah. real quick before we move on from Guardians, did did anyone else see the story about the high evolutionary? Oh, um, yeah, he survived. Yeah, I had no idea. Like, I thought he went down with the ship, and then I saw that that article, and they had a little picture of uh, Drax, you know, carrying his ass out, you know, as they're all escaping. I'm like, oh, so it wasn't a throwaway villain. Yeah, who knows what they're going to do with that? Yeah, but if he even comes back at all. But still, you know, I liked him as a villain. No, I, I think I saw someone refer to him as uh, RoboCop, <laughs> or because <laughs> of the look. Uh-huh. Is that was the that the, face? Wasn't that in the? Yeah, he mentioned it in the movie. He was like, "Oh, you he Robocop, did, yeah." Skeletor, look him. That's, you, what it was, that's right. Because yeah, right. he went and saw that. I was like, "Damn, burn!" <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, yeah, that was that was that was my my little nerdy weekend. Do you guys think James Gunn will be able to handle a serious character? Because you look at Guardians of the Galaxy and then Suicide Squad, where they're pretty much all just idiots. Are you a little bit afraid that Superman's going to be an idiot? Well, okay, well. <laughs> No, not necessarily. Because he's going to be a I younger heard, Superman. Yeah, he's going to be younger. But I know, uh, I don't remember if it was James Gunn or Jim Lee. One of them tweeted out that they were at the premiere of the original Superman, the movie. And I think one of them tweeted, like, we might have been there at the same time, but they never Aww. really uh, confirmed like if they were there. But... They both said that that movie was like a big staple, like in their life, you know. So I feel like James Gunn is going to come back and uh, put some respect on that Superman name. Heck so. yeah! You probably give him that that earnestness that kind of seem kind of goofy sometimes, but you know, it's part of that that character's you know big blue boy scout. Yeah, like I feel like outlook. He'll he'll handle Clark Kent's character very well. But I can see him also handling Superman like toughness very well because you do have like the Suicide Squad one that he made. You know, there's certain characters that had, you know, those tough moments. And you're like, yeah, I can see him going, you know, forward with that and doing Superman justice. Right on. Rudy? 
I had a pretty much low-key weekend in the same vein as Jermaine's. Um, I finally saw uh, Ant-Man. And then I, what else did I watch? Oh, I watched the uh, Honor Among Thieves, the... Oh, Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. Damn, I don't know why I brain farted there. <laughs> How'd you like that one? Um, that was actually pretty good. Like, right? It's a shame more people didn't go see it because it, it was good. That that little fight scene at the end where they're all, you know, that five-way battle, you know, they're all against the the, oh, yeah. the Red Priestess. Like, that was cool. Like, the whole story was was pretty solid to me. Like, I didn't have to be, like, have in-depth knowledge of Dungeons and Dragons to enjoy the movie. That's one of those... Um, things that I look for in a movie is how they handle like a group taking on one person. Right. Like, and, and as what you were saying, like, I think they did a really good job with that. Like just giving them all something to do and like, you know, downing someone at the right time. So then the other one can shine or whatever like that. It's, it's an important aspect. Could the Avengers have learned something from them? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Well, I watched those two movies and then I, I got about four episodes deep into, uh, Alice in Borderland. Oh, you oh, the, the first that? season? Yeah, that is definitely like right up my alley. It, it gave me like Gantz meets uh, uh, Battle Royale mm-hmm. vibes. Heck yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> definitely worth checking out. Like I'm, like, I'm trying to speed run through it, but like I'll, I'll load up an episode and, and Rachel will be like, what are we watching? I'm like, oh, you can watch it out in the, in the game room. Rachel, I'll, I'll leave with him you. alone. Whatever let you want to watch, babe. Let him cook. <laughs> I, I'll watch it with you out in the in the game room. Okay, I'll walk you. I didn't know if, if you started it or. I've seen the first season. Okay, so I, I definitely would rewatch it. Oh, season shit, I'm two, left behind. I gotta check it out. Two, the ending. <laughs> I just liked the ending because I I didn't expect that outcome. Ruin it for me. I was, I'm, not, I'm probably not gonna watch it. I was <laughs> no spoilers. I'm no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> but I was pulling. All these ideas, I'm like, this is what's happening. No, it's this. No, it's this. And then when it got to the end, I wasn't even close. <laughs> I I dig it because it's a Japanese show. And the Japanese just don't give three fucks about their main characters. They, everyone's on the chopping block. And that, whew, oh yeah, I, when you they they build you up too. When like you they, lose people, you feel yeah. it. You from, feel from it from that first episode where they introduced the the, the starting cast, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh wow, this is good friends and I'm invested in the show and then it continues and it's like okay <laughs> that's right I planted a bomb underneath each and one of your seats anyone can go at any moment yeah <laughs> if you guys think uh, Game of Thrones has some moments uh, this this show has some moments when yeah. people get taken out they get taken out they are dead dead <laughs> somehow Sidious returns <laughs> Palpatine anyway that was uh, that was my weekend Oh, that's what the line is. Yeah, yeah. Kneel before Rod. <laughs> Isaac, what you, how, did you nerd this week? Uh, you know, I didn't really do a lot of nerd stuff. Um, I, I flew my drone for a bit. I haven't flown just like for fun in a while. Uh, no videos. Um, and then continued playing uh, Link, or Link, excuse me, Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. And man, it just gets better and better. Like I'm fucking, as I'm talking about it now, I'm kind of like jonesing for it. And I want to just like sit down and really, again, I said it before, I'll say it again. Like I barely fucking scratched the surface because like it's that type of game where uh, exploration pays, you know, you want to stock up on all your stuff and blah, 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 and learn about things. And I'm just like trying to figure out tips and tricks because they they really do tell you nothing. They tell you nothing going into that game. So it's, it's a, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. But that's, that's basically all I did. Nothing, nothing nerdy other than that. Yeah. yeah. All right. A little bit kind of a letdown. Kind of a slow nerd. Weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So 
ready to move on into the video game adaptations as mm. as mm. promised yeah <laughs> uh should we start with probably i mean the best example like the one that's like proven that it can be done would be the last of us yeah right the show that was just on hbo max which is now max ish. or something that it can be done ish because i don't know are there any other video game adaptations that are shows that are series because mm. that's a good point because you know video I mean? games are very long so mm-hmm. to try to adapt anything into a movie would be harder because you got to reduce it down and cut things out and then you know as much as like us nerds love uh movies that are like two hours and 30 three hours long you know the more the merrier mm-hmm. the the general viewers don't want anything past two hours you know, mm-hmm. but if you break it down into something that's bingeable, like a, a well, although they didn't let it, it was a weekly, yeah, thing, um, which I love. I love looking forward to it. Oh man, yeah, You're like I'm fifty fifty no. with that because it's like I want the next episode, but at the same time, I get a chance to sit back and let that episode that I just watched marinate, and I get to think about it even more, and then yeah. I do my own personal deep dive into it, and. You just love the episode even more because you get to sit there and just like stew in it and just wait for the next episode. Well, my favorite is just that Monday morning, right? If the show drops on a Sunday or something, mm-hmm. that Monday morning going to work or going to school or whatever. And just, did you watch it? Mm-hmm. Oh, I watched it. Like, what do you think? Blah, blah, blah. And you get that, like going to what you're saying, you get that week of uh conversation maybe someone points something out that you missed mm-hmm. and then and then the next week you get to do it all over again it's so much more fun than the binge which is oh are you watching yeah what episode you're on oh okay. oh no no okay i can't say anything then tell me when you get to this or whatever it's like we're all in this okay. at the same time frame and it it forced that community it forced that the discussion again the the weekly discussion again like you you sit with it you simmer with it um even though Netflix was like a pioneer in in uh, streaming and it and you got to binge all of the stuff as soon as it came out, as cool as that was, because you didn't want to wait because we we're you know we we're, we we're such consumers and we need everything here and now. Um, I am glad that uh, these studios or, or streaming uh, companies they they are making it a weekly thing, and and it again it forces us to have those conversations and really just savor it. You know, because we're not, we can't be trusted with it. If they were to dump all the episodes of the, La- the Last of Us on us, we would not be trusted to be like, oh yeah, we're going to talk about each episode. Yeah, because you're in episode one, you're in episode five. I'm already done with it and, and looking up stuff for the next one. No, we get to actually discuss what happened. I, I, no, I, I love the the appoint, appoint. It's almost appointment viewing again. Yeah, you know. Um. So with the Last of Us being a video game adaptation, I know you two played it. I played played it finally when they mm-hmm. remastered it for the ps5 um lucky you you know you never got to play it isaac no i did get to play it i uh it was during a um transitioning moment where i was starting to fall out of gaming and, and that's I, a hard game to i played about 20 percent of it and then just never touched it again <laughs> so um were you guys happy that it was in many instances a shot for shot adaptation Yes. Jermaine? I was happy with the show, the way that it that it flowed, the way that it looked with the characters and everything. Um my my only gripe is I wish that there were more intense moments mm-hmm. with 
with like the clickers and things because when you play the game the the only difference between the game and the show the game is more intense like you feel it more because it's you actually playing the game and you have these intense moments and i feel that's the only thing that the show kind of lacked for me was just those those intense moments not saying that we didn't have it but it wasn't a lot of the you know sneaking around and things like that i agree with you you don't yeah you don't necessarily need that all the time but it wasn't but it was an element that was missing from the show and granted i know he's older and he's not going to be crawling around everywhere which i do get but it was just that was the only element from the game that i wish that was pushed in the show a little bit more that's a common complaint I, everything else was well, gold you know um i i'm glad we're starting with the last of us because it, it does it, it's a it's a good conversation starter for this whole idea of straight up adaptations or not because when i was watching the show i'm with you i was looking forward to some of those more intense moments that you had as mm-hmm. a gamer i think early on when they were trying to sneak out of the city in the game you have to like dodge the spotlights and you know you had to sneak up and, yeah. and you know throw a bottle and distract someone and all that and when that scene came up i'm like oh man this this part was so hard for me to get through uh because it's early on in the game you're still learning how mm-hmm. it all works and and but um and it they didn't really do it and it made me think about the difference between writing a story for a show versus writing a story for a game because even though the show and the game were pretty much shot for shot especially a lot of the cinematics Mm -hmm. and and the settings and everything except for obviously a couple episodes um they still had to kind of take some of those game elements out of it because they don't necessarily work uh i'm I'm not saying that they they shouldn't have put more action in but like oh no which i agree you know a big part of the game was pushing ellie around on a floating pallet in the water Mm -hmm. right i mean i don't even think they did it once in in the show which i was kind of surprised they didn't do it at least once but you know those kind of puzzle solving things like they work so well in a game because you need if you're doing this kind of big cinematic game you need to put in those moments those puzzles those action things Mm -hmm. because you are playing a game you're not watching a show so the the gamer needs to feel those intense moments and have those those hard things to overcome but like I also think about the way I played that game is I think I snuck up and like choked out like a hundred guys and like shivved a bunch of like <laughs> the show couldn't have been the game that I played because we would have just been watching <laughs> him choke out a oh, yeah. hundred guys from behind. I know, like, definitely. like when they were escaping that university or whatever, it's like, I'm pretty sure I just choked out every guy there. See, like that would, I mean, it would have been yeah, a yeah, funny yeah, episode yeah, yeah. to watch, <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, and like there was definitely those key moments, like when they were in the cabin, mm-hmm. right in the game, like that. You know, you were shooting out the window at, a, at like it was an intense moment, and I don't even think they got attacked at all when they were in the cabin, right in the show, by by clickers or anything. I don't I don't think it even happened, and that was one of those things that I was waiting for. Mm-hmm. But again, you know, like how much do you add in or not? Plus, I'm sure there was budget budget restraints and stuff well i think i could count on one i honestly think i could probably count on one hand the in the clicker encounters that they had yeah they know very few yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, i mean yes i understand that the story is very important and they did a fantastic i mean Mm -hmm. i love a lot of things but they did and i don't use this word often they did a phenomenal job with the story oh no it was good 
<laughs> and the thing about the good. clickers, oh no, it was solid. Like like uh, the thing about the clickers I is, please. I get the clickers are secondary because, like The Walking Dead, it's the people are really the the yeah yeah, yeah. the yeah. threat in this world, and I get that, but. I just felt like I just needed maybe one or two more little encounters. No, that would have been good. That's what I'm trying to say is is mm-hmm. um, I, I honestly I didn't because I was so engaged with the story. Again, they did a phenomenal uh, job with the story that it made it so engaging. And I'm like, oh, my God, what do you think they're going to, you know, all the, the, the conflict between them and everything. And I was so stuck with that. I kind of forgot that it was like a quote unquote zombie mm-hmm. show. You know, until I started to again went down into the the comment uh, sections and the, <laughs> right. Um, also, fuck the comment sections about episode three. Y'all can go straight to hell. Yeah, I'm, I have a stance on that. But um, as, as far as as the action was concerned, mm-hmm. there was there was action and suspense in mm-hmm. other ways. But you're right. I mean, like it's just two, three other encounters. Yeah, I think it would have been fine. I didn't hate it. But I would just, until it was pointed out to me, yeah. I'd go, oh, shit, yeah. Just a little more. They did a good job, yeah, by the I way, loved it, the clickers. Because I'm, I'm a big Last of Us fan, so I'm invested in Ellie and Joel's journey, which <laughs> the, video, the video game got me. It made me <clears throat> get a, a little emotional. When I say a little, I, I was crying like a little, <laughs> like a little baby. But even the show, like the show got me because it's these characters that I love. It 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 automatically grabbed me because of who they are. And, I, you know, I've played the video game. So I was on a journey with these people. So yeah. I already have that emotional connection with these two. So it's no matter what happens, like I'm I'm invested in this show because of these two characters. And for me. It is more so about those two characters than anything else. So the show did a very good job of capturing I, those I, And I have to say, so I, I played the game about 20% of it, but I forgot a lot of it as far as like some of the storyline. I forgot that uh, that Joel had, had lost his daughter. So that whole opening sequence, right? Spoilers. No, I'm kidding. So upon <laughs> watching it, dude, I was misty-eyed like a motherfucker. And I always do this thing. And my wife doesn't care if I'm like crying at a show and whatever. Mm-hmm. And... But I'm still, you know, I'm like a dude. I'm like, nope, can't show emotion. And I'll kind of like slowly look over with my unshed tears. And I'll look over and make sure to see if she's misty-eyed and she is. And I'll just kind of like turn back and kind of prop pillows up so she doesn't see the singular <laughs> tear no, no, I don't even care. Fall. I let it all out. Like, nope. <laughs> that, I, that opening scene in the video game fucking gutted me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, just playing the game and like watching it. That. Watching that first episode, I was like, I was already like preloaded. <laughs> With tears, like it's gonna happen. I'm gonna cry, and fucking, sure enough. But what I'm I think that, but, wait, well, but what I'm saying is, is that they did a good job of of keeping the heart, of keeping that tone. Oh no, they did a phenomenal job. There was there was no shifting gears mm-hmm. of like doesn't feel like the Last of Us. It felt like the Last of Us, the 20 percent mm-hmm. that I played. Yeah, well, I was gonna say they they did just such a great job with the fact that I knew this stuff was coming, and I still cried. Like mm-hmm. I was still emotional, knowing it was coming. It wasn't gonna be a shock, mm-hmm. but they the actors. Everything was done so yeah. so well. Like, so bravo to them. My my um, man, what's the word I'm looking for? My uh, show watching experience with The Last of Us because I played the video game, right? So 
I know certain beats, you know, are are, are going to happen. And Kat, who is my girlfriend, she's watching with me. She, she doesn't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> after the first episode, you know, there's certain things that happen and... And like she wants to know what's what's gonna happen, but I didn't tell her anything. <laughs> so she's watching me now as the show goes on because I'm getting emotional watching the show. So yeah. she knows like something's gonna happen. You're the canary, he's the getting canary emotional. <laughs> he's getting emotional. He's he's grabbing a pillow. <laughs> he's cuddling a pillow. So she's looking at me while I'm watching the show, and she's like, "Oh, I know something's happening right now." <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> I can't even imagine what's going to happen when they adapt the second game into. Oh, I haven't played that one. Series like it just <clears throat> it's it's the same the same it's almost the same kind of thing where they set up that emotional <clears throat> impact right at the beginning, and you're fucking oh, off to the races. I can't even think about it because I'm a, <laughs> my eyeballs is already. Uh, Jermaine, I gotta start Jermaine playing touched, that. Uh, touched on this in the last episode. Didn't really go into detail, but. He for the second game at the end, there's the boss battle between you know the main characters in the game, and he has that save point right there because he's so emotionally invested in kicking the shit out of the the last boss that he goes back and reloads that just so he can do well on the boss awesome. again. That's awesome. And I love that. It tickles me so like I would She's watch him. He would, yeah, I would see him loaded up, and I would just you know, turn my chair around and just watch him play. And, like, I want to take a moment and be irritated that we're not a video podcast yet because <laughs> our dear friend Jermaine is already misty-eyed as I can't. we're talking about this. I he, can't. Looked, he looked right at me, sitting right across from me, only you know four feet away. But yet so far. <laughs> and just misty-eyed about it. This person is in video game purgatory for the rest of her life. <laughs> and, I, and I leave it alone for a while just so I forget the controls a little bit uh-huh. to... Give this person a little bit of advantage, <laughs> a little bit of a funny chance. Oh yeah, yeah. but no, no, it's like over for you. Psychopath, right? Like, like, like leaving, so leaving the rope a little, uh, a little. When loose. the Last of Us, when the new season starts, we will definitely get into a uh, Last of Us topic because oh, uh, yeah. there, there are some oh, other yeah. things that need to yeah. get out. But, but yes. <laughs> but this is not a Last of Us episode. This is a video game adaptation yeah. episode. Yes, yes, yes. So where do you go from there? Uh, well, I was going to ask, like, do you guys expect or do you want any other like upcoming video game adaptations to be that kind of shot for shot thing if it can? Or would do you want to see more exploration? I mean, necessarily for me, it doesn't necessarily have to be uh, shot for shot. Like I'm OK with like, uh, for example, like the Nolan reimagined Batman is like as long as you have those elements in there and it. And it holds true to the core of the story. I'm 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 100 fine. But it just has to feel like what it's supposed to feel like. And I'm also good with you know the since I said no, you know like the Zack Snyder 300, you know shot for shot. I'm I'm also good with that. But my main thing is the heart of the story and those characters have to be there. And I know I'm gonna get off off topic for a little bit. Like the new Ninja Turtle movies, the new CGI. I know people didn't like the look of the turtles, and that's fine. They were okay to me, but as long as like the soul of the turtles is in there, I could look past the Michael that. Bay one or the recent, the upcoming. The those were Michael Bay like produced. Yeah, the Michael right? Bay one. Yeah. Two of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Like 
I know it's not going to be, you know, the greatest movies or, you know, it was going to be serious, but just the fact that the turtles were the turtles, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah. They had that, 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 um, the spirit of the turtles. Yeah. The soul of the turtles. Like, <laughs> as long as you have that, I'm, I'm fine, but not saying that those are great movies, but it was solid for what it is. And I just took the turtles for what it is. But my point is as, as long as you keep the core soul of the story, I'm fine with that. And right so on. the question then is, why are most of those video game adaptation movies garbage? <laughs> so, Doug. Yes. I'm going to point to you. Okay. Why do you think or not think those movies were hot garbage? Well, I mean, I think part of it is for the longest time, I mean, even today, a lot of games don't actually have like a full story. They have some characters, they have a setup. And then so when these studios decide, hey, let's make a movie, let's make more money, they hand the writers and directors that like very loose setup and they kind of do something with it. That was the longest time. Nowadays, there are... Do you have an movies. example of a video <sighs> game movie? God, you put me on the spot. I'm so bad with examples. Um <laughs> uh, well, I'm thinking about some of the older ones. I, I mean, obviously, like Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. Those mm-hmm. those games had those games had stories, but not really. So I remember even when the original Street Fighter or the Mortal Kombat was announced. You know, if you if you play those games, you play as, you choose a character and you get through and you get their mm-hmm. their story ending. And so when they announced even those game those movies way back when. I was thinking like, well, which character are they going to choose? Like you have to choose one of those characters to like get their hero, like get their story. And neither of them, neither of those movies kind of went that path. So even like that's like right away, you're going to get a different experience than what you had in the, mm-hmm. in the games. That's not quite an excuse that they couldn't make those movies good because they're fighting games, right? Yeah. You, you get some good martial arts, you get some stuff going. But Cause I don't know if anybody here has ever seen the uh, Street Fighter two, the animated movie. Oh, you brought that up in like the first podcast. Yeah, that was one of my. I watched the show, but it was for me that animated movie. I was like, why didn't they make Street Fighter like that? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an older movie too, but it, the style of it was was really good, and like the story was there. That that is another question that I'll ask later, which is why are some of the good movie adaptations the animated ones, and so many of the live action not so good. Animation is so much more forgiving. Uh, and especially when you're dealing with special effects. This is something I always say, again, off topic a little bit, but I love Green Lantern and I'm still waiting for like a really good Green Lantern mm-hmm. live action movie. But part of me is afraid because the Green Lantern's powers are so special effects intense and heavy mm-hmm. that like part of me would rather them make a hardcore, very good animated movie because seeing it live action now now that said Zack snyder's little bit of green lantern that he threw in in the in the, the history part of uh justice league looked really good but still it's such an intense like it's so cg reliant that part of me is just like just do a really good animated movie mm, yeah. like hardcore style for me my answer to the uh animated adaptation to the live action adaptation i feel uh like the animated world you're more free and the real world i feel like you're certain people are bound by the laws of the real world mm. so when you create a animated movie 
some people feel like you have more freedom to to do things like for instance <clears throat> uh Zack Snyder's Justice League I mean Zack Snyder's Batman the way he moved I felt that was one of like you know the good physical movements that we've ever seen a Batman move not saying like the fighting style but just the way how he moved and I feel like certain certain people when they when they adapt into uh live action they kind of uh forget about all these laws and things that could could happen in a in a video game or like an animated movie and they say okay we're going to stick to the um like the physics the physics of the real world and i think when you look at something like that you know like if the matrix didn't take you know certain certain uh uh dna from you know anime and you know other uh live action movies slash you know um anime movies the matrix would not have been what it was because mm-hmm. there's 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 things that made that movie what it is and, and it's all the stuff that was not possible in like the physical world you know what i'm saying yeah i think we i think sorry to interrupt but i I think i think directors and and a lot of society like put way too much emphasis or like importance to the idea of grounded Mm -hmm. this is we're gonna make a grounded story Mm -hmm. and and it's like with these characters in video games and comic books and cartoons anything that you're gonna adapt to live actions like they're not grounded characters Mm -hmm. and you know it works christopher nolan did it with batman and I think that also that set the tone where everyone's like, oh, everyone everyone likes grounded. But it's like it works with Batman because he doesn't have powers. But even to your point, it was still really cool to see him move the way he did yeah. in Zack Snyder's movies yeah. because it's a comic book character. He has these movements. So I think, you know, to, to, to bring it back to the adaptation thing, that is something that anyone that makes a live action adaptation to a video game where they are going to have these crazy powers you look like god of war is coming up they're making mm-hmm. an ad out of adaptation to god of oh, war they got a job yeah because even though he's a god you know i still worry it's like are they gonna ground it because like you know kratos in the games he's flying up in the air mm-hmm. he's throwing his chain swords you know crazy and pulling it's like are they gonna do all that or are they gonna ground it and he's gonna mm-hmm. like he's gonna jump three feet in the air and like yeah. smash someone because like, i want to see him jump 20 feet in the can, air can i cite a movie in which you think if you knew nothing about it going in going into it you'd think oh this is just like a little like whatever romance uh comedy thing and then all of a sudden breaks out into anime style fighting you know what i'm talking about Scott, Scott Pilgrim, Pilgrim versus yeah. the world mm-hmm. went full fucking anime style fighting. Yeah. And That's a little great. meta where like some of the characters are like, what? And you go, okay. And as an audience member, Edgar Wright, you know, was, was uh, very, very nice to the audience where he didn't insult them. And we, he just trusts us and we go, okay, this is what we're watching. And that's it. Mm-hmm. There's no need for any other ex- explanation, nothing like that. So, you know, to uh, Snyder, Batfleck, uh, and and any movie that wants to incorporate, like, look, you don't have to ground it. Just establish that this is what it is. Like, just just have it there. Boom. Yeah, and you, you go, have to have the heartbeat. This is what the movie's about. Of Not about, but, you know. Whatever is it is that you're trying to, to uh, adapt, you have to look at all the elements that 
make that thing work for what it is, whether it be, you know, a video game, a comic book, you know, um, anime. But you have to try to incorporate that when you're trying to um, make these movies. And I feel like nobody's really hit it in a sense besides The Last of Us. Like, yeah, you have the newer movies now, which like the Sonic movies or the uh, animated Mario Brothers, the world and all that stuff, you know, it, it, it felt like Mario Brothers. And that's the thing that you have to incorporate in these things besides the characters, but it's the, the world is the character itself. The way certain characters, you know, like Doug just mentioned with Kratos, you know, jumping up and he's going to swing these blades. If, if the physics of the blades were in the real world, like, you know, he's going to wield it not the way that, that we like. Those those chains are going to act like Spawn in a sense where they're going everywhere and he's, you know, twirled in the wheel. Like, I could escape the real, the real world physics of that. Yeah. And, and for me, it would be still believable. But it's those elements that you have to have in there or else it's just not going to work for that character. I get what you mean about like the, the the physics of it, but the question popped in my head right now is: Does it also matter the genre? Because the the number according to Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes, the number one uh, rated uh, movie adaptation is Were- Werewolves Within. Kind of went under the radar, but it it rated high at like what eighty one percent, right? And it's not an action packed video game. It's just a simple who done it, mm-hmm. who is the werewolf within? Um, and as I'm looking at at the list. Another one that I, I don't think I got a high rating. What is that? 31% of Rotten Tomatoes. But I liked it a lot with Silent Hill because the genre was horror. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the ones, things that you're talking about, a lot of the games that you're talking about are action-packed, like, fighter games. Yeah. That may, be, may or may not have uh, storylines. Because as you're playing the video games, you don't really give two shits about the storyline. But then you want to make that into a movie, and you go, well, is there a proper balance between storyline and action? And you saw Fast and the Furious X. <laughs> Was there a good balance between storyline, family, and... Uh, no, not really. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's the thing is also with, with a lot of these you know, even fighting games, like there's so many characters that everyone's going to have their favorite. And it gets, so as a writer, finding that balance, how you can mm-hmm. make everybody happy. There's a lot to it to go into making these video game adaptations. And then you look at even some of the larger properties or the games that have canon, right? Like you look at a game that has like a series and, and there's story elements. Oh, let's make a video game. Well, where does, is a video game just going to be an adaptation of one of those? Or are you going to try to fit a story into mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. Warcraft uh, Warcraft was one that they that story of the movie takes place way before the game takes place. So you know, as opposed to making, they could have chosen to make a character within World of Warcraft, but then people mm-hmm. playing the game, like, what, 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 can I go see that character? But there were characters in the movie that were in the game, and I, I remember after watching the movie, going and like finding Cadgar, and it's like, ah, it's, it's old Cadgar, <laughs> but in, in the movie he was young, mm-hmm. and I think that's kind of an interesting thing that maybe more adaptations could do is because I, th- I mean the last of us certainly has opportunities to, to do spin-off stories from other parts of the of that world and oh yeah that's an endless world you can explore. yeah and this is very quickly there's a random reference along these lines there was a there was an mmo type shooter game out for a little while it didn't last long called defiance 
but what made it unique was at the same time they had a show on sci-fi same name called defiance but the mm-hmm. game was taking place like on the east coast somewhere and i think the show was taking place in san francisco and it was both like alien invasion stuff oh, yeah, i remember that and they were trying to make the stuff that players did in the game go on into the show like probably in the next season or whatever and yeah. then stuff that happened in the show mm-hmm. was showing up or you'd mm-hmm. hear about in the game so that's kind of it wasn't like a direct adaptation because they came out at the same time mm-hmm. but like that that's something that is cool that i think more more gaming worlds and stuff could take yeah. advantage of yeah. like bring these different media i mean comic book you you can do it with so much you, with some of these worlds you mentioned something a little bit earlier uh you kind of said it really quick it was, which was uh what storyline because they a studio will want to make a movie off of a video game that is basically a franchise usually there's multiple sequels uh and then one that's really interesting is like mortal kombat we all loved the original mortal kombat came out in what 90 where is it 95 okay and that's like the original mortal kombat and then the recent Mortal Kombat movie, I don't know where it is on the list, but the recent reboot of the movie, it it sort of uh, is more adaptive from the recent iterations of the Mortal Kombat game, mm-hmm. which was so was successful enough that they're making Mortal Kombat 2. They're just about done with casting and are going to start shooting soon. Yeah. The, well, the newer Mortal Kombat games... Um, I am very impressed at how much story they were able to put into a fighting game. Mm-hmm. That and Injustice is the same same company that makes yeah. them. Like playing those, like you are getting an actual full story. So it doesn't surprise me that the movie is adapted from those. Dude, that Injustice. movie just needed to be called like prequel or something because there was no tournament there was no mortal combat there was, was no them getting towards it i was really and irritated it's a shame like that that should have carl been... urban might be johnny cage oh i'm in yeah I love carl urban. he was up there I'm too in. i'm already uh, in. for doom can i buy tickets <laughs> i'm ready for carl urban. oh speaking of johnny cage uh i heard that uh jean-claude van damme is supposed to get a skin in the new mortal Kombat game like you oh. know where johnny cage's character actually was modeled after oh, oh that's fun so I guess he's been trying to get in the Mortal Kombat universe for really? the longest time, but but now I guess when he's not busy spl- doing splits <laughs> between two Volvos, yeah. So now I guess he's supposed to have like a Specific skin. Reference. I'm sorry, did you say between two Volvos? Volvos. Oh, Volvos. Okay, <laughs> he might not look better. Like what the hell? Also, is he going to sound like Jean Claude Van Damme? This combat is so hard to do. Let us Mortal Kombat. <laughs> but uh, storyline, I mean, story. Okay, there are so many components that make anything good, right? There's um, how much of it feels like the original content, how much of the storyline are we, we uh, paying respect to, Rudy? I I kind of have a, a take on why these movies are so bad. Um, speak, speak. You think about a film and how it gets made? Like usually, a writer, you know, who creates the original screenplay, champions that, sells it to someone. Someone has. A story in place mm-hmm. and they push that story they they revise it you know whatever they got to do to make it work and the movie gets made these are properties that have kind of their own stories in search of a director who who will make it and more often than not like that director doesn't really care about the property mm-hmm. he's just like oh this is a paycheck and you know there's already this baked in so i have to 
uh, spruce it up a little bit, and mm-hmm. there's your movie. I think that contributes a lot to why the. Well, the back to what Jermaine said, down. that they don't care. Yeah, well, I think that might be changing. I, it's funny because I was like, actually just talking to a coworker today about that. How we now live in a world where people our age, you know, have these bigger, important jobs, and they grew up on this stuff. Right. They grew up as a nerd. We talked about it with Star Wars, right? How those guys love Star Wars and now they're making the Mandalorian and everything like that. So hopefully, because I think you're right, especially in the past. Oh, you want me to make a a movie about this game? All right, whatever. I never played. I'm going to do my own thing. Like, oh, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a fighting game. Yeah, we'll do this. But now, hopefully we're dealing with people like basically hopefully there's more nerds making decisions so and you're we'll get telling there. me there's a chance that's, <laughs> that's an, yet another selling point is nostalgia nostalgia also sells oh yeah i i mean super mario brothers the new movie i think was really good but if the nostalgia wasn't there i don't know how much i as an adult would have Pro- been i probably like, wouldn't have seen it yeah yeah and, and and they knew it i mean half that movie was just like little nostalgia drops it was like a it was like a slow drift micro dose like constantly throughout the whole thing like here's, <laughs> was the, anybody, thing, here's the thing here's the thing i didn't yeah was anybody here shocked how much money that movie made yes no how much money did that make rudy it it crossed the billion mark a little yeah, while ago so yeah it was like the yeah. top video game adapted adapted movie mm-hmm. um when we first talked about mario a couple of episodes ago um about like what i did over the weekend somebody had mentioned it sucks that the voice original voice original voice of mario wasn't didn't reprise the role or whatever he was actually oh, yeah, in yeah yeah but then i went and saw it and, I, and yeah. I i you guys had referenced like they handled it really well and i um they did he's they like the uncle really well. or the dad or something yeah well he was just a, yeah he was the guy playing they did the guy playing the arcade right right and he did the little but if you so he was in that i go yeah, okay he was in there. well they covered all grounds but but going back to nostalgia going back to storyline i'm kind of leading a little bit into Speaking of Mario, actually perfect segue, because of the success, the the immense success of the Super Mario Brothers animated movie, um, they're going to, I think they're in talks to, greenlight a Zelda movie. Yeah, they're and, in talks. Like they said that they would animated. like to make a Zelda movie. Yeah, an Whoa. animated Zelda movie. So, because that's precious to a lot of us, just like kind of Mario was, but... Uh, uh, Opp- uh, um, uh, contrary to what Mario's storyline or kind of lack thereof is, is that Zelda has so much lore. I think off mic, we, we, uh, I mean, Doug, we're talking about that there's like three timelines. So, yeah. what storyline do you do? Do you choose a pre established storyline or do you cherry pick some of those things? Because upon researching hours and hours and hours of uh, Zelda lore and Zelda storyline, I kind of fell in love with um, what was it, the Ascending Sword? It was uh, chronologically in the Zelda lore. It, it's like it's the fur, it's the beginning of like there be there was four spirits and then um, uh, the the goddess uh, Hylia. She uh, needed to use the ba 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 ba, and so she like deg- downgraded herself to Zelda, and then uh, she kind of forgets who she was. Like I kind of like that storyline because everything else gets so convoluted later on. Mm-hmm. I would love for them to really do Zelda good. This is the guy that says he's not a gamer and not a nerd all the time. And that Talk was some me. hardcore. That was some nerd. I've been playing. Good Lord. I love it though. I've been playing. Well, is there, I is learned something. Is there I learned something. Thing? No, 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 no. Oh yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Bravo. That was, that was learned intelligence. I learned today. Um, well, 
you know, to your point, like other than a few examples when they've done direct direct sequels, most every Zelda game is just like a brand new thing. Yeah, within within certain like rules, some exceptions here and there. So you know, if they wanted to do a movie, sorry, if they wanted to do a movie, I think they could almost just follow that. Just make. Like treat it as if you were writing a new a new game. Interesting. And make a new Ooh. movie. And it could fit on the timeline as the one thing that you didn't get to play, but you gotta watch. Here's a question though, because only only because I was recently playing Zelda and finally the cu- question was bothering me of like, what is the lore? What is the story? And you kind of w- were aware of it. As far as you guys really having your like ear to the ground of the whole, you know, nerd kingdom, uh how many people do you guys know know of the Zelda lore, the three timelines and stuff like that? Very few. Right? Yeah. So do you think people will then get pissed off if they were to then create their own thing? Because uh, then, it's, again, it's about sometimes a part of it is the nostalgia. You go for the nostalgia. Are they going to hit see, these certain marks on it? I have a thing about that. Like, <clears throat> when Disney got the rights to Star Wars, I'm going to tread off for a little bit they wanted to do their own thing even though there was already existing lore out there so i hope that certain studios and things like look at these examples of what people have been doing and like maybe that's not the right direction because you already have things that exist not saying too too many people are going to get upset and mad about it but there's a way to create something from what you already have established in that universe you don't need to start all over but you do have to have a beginning point which is why i asked the question earlier earlier of like why do all these why are all these movies not so good but why is it the animated ones that hit so well but it's not i feel it's a thing that was rudy said about you know them getting you know some director just to direct something or a a writer that has nothing to do with you know anything within that franchise like you'll be surprised like how many people they get to just scribe a a a movie mm-hmm. based off of a already existing property which uh the prince of persia the video game but the Pr- prince of persia um uh Live action movie for me, it's a guilty pleasure because I love the video games uh, that I believe they were on PlayStation Two. Mm-hmm. I love that 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 genre, that gameplay, everything. But when they came out with the movie, I was so freaking excited to go watch this movie because Jake Gyllenhaal was oiled up. Sorry, was <laughs> I? Sorry, continue. I didn't mean that. But it's just one of those things. Like you go watch the movie. And I was kind of hesitant because it was Disney, and I know the term I use is Disneyized. Like mm. what they do, you know what Pirates of the Caribbean? Like I feel like they Disneyized the Prince of Persia to 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 feel like a Pirates of the Caribbean movie. You know, to feel like that family movie where you can bring you know your kids to. And I get it because it's a Disney movie, or Disney got the rights to it anyways. But. Uh, the actual guy that created Prince of Persia, I don't remember his name off the top of my head, but he he's had a script for years. And I read that script after I watched it. I'm like, why didn't oh, you yeah? guys just make it? Like it was it Do you remember some of the bits? Not 
No, not off the top of my did head. Did it or but, did it not? But Jermaine, did it or did it not involve <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal's <laughs> <When I> was, <laughs> abs? <laughs> Sorry. But when I was watching it, there. I mean, and when I was reading it, like, it's just one of those things, like, where I'm like, you guys had it. Mm-hmm. You guys had it. Not saying it was going to be the greatest movie, but it felt more like Prince of Persia than what we got. And it, and I don't understand why studios, like, even Which Marvel, would be what, though? You said it would be more. It'd be more Prince of per- Prince of Persia than what we got. Which would it be what? It, it, it was a Prince of Persia movie. Like it, it had all the elements that you that that you needed. The uh, the way he used the dagger of time and all that kind of stuff. Like the way he described him running and you know on like the walls and everything. Mm. Like the whole parkour, story parkour. as a whole was just a Prince of Persia movie, and they decided to discard that and it's just one of those things i don't know why studios i don't know if it's a legal thing or or you know within companies you know that that like they gotta jump through hoops or Mm. because you have so many comic book writers legendary writers that's written you know uh comic book uh stories throughout the years but when they make these comic book movies these Legendary writers are nowhere to be seen, and I don't know why, but those are the people I feel like they should get. You know, people who are involved in in the video game, who who wrote the video game, who created the video game. I I think they should ego. be there, yeah. like kind of overseeing everything. I think I think it's ego. Um, back, this is a little bit of an offshoot, but it's to a point. Is um, back in the you know. Anything prior to like the '90s or the early 2000s, if you were a a big screen movie actor and then you did TV, oh man, they looked down on you. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was yeah. just a different league. Mm-hmm. So a comic book writer compared to a movie writer, to compared to a TV show writer, you're all in different leagues. You're sitting at different tables. You're not buddying yeah. up. And I think studios, you know, they have certain marketing targets that yeah. you know, like okay. a comic book writer, they're writing for a comic book reader yeah and then so for a studio to think like they're going to write a movie that you know more than just comic book because that's the thing is all these movies are going to cost a lot i mean not all of them but any anything in the fantasy realm or Mm -hmm. sci-fi and stuff they're going to cost a lot so you need to hit the certain what is it like the rule of two like there's four main demographics and you always have to hit two of them Mm -hmm. it's like adult (laughs) men adult women young young Mm -hmm. men young women Mm -hmm. like you pretty much have to hit like two or something. I don't think that's the four, but there, there is a marketing rule of two. And so I think that's the thing is these studios get a hold of certain characters. And I mean, I look at stuff like Tomb Raider mm-hmm. or, you know, Uncharted where it's like, okay, you get a character like Lara Croft, you know, you don't have to adapt any of the games because you have this character that's essentially, you know, like an archaeologist that's a badass with guns. Mm-hmm. Like you can make a story and it feels like something like, you have a character, you have a fan base, make a cool story. Like the the it's there, but you know, I think they get stuck on trying to make that big target audience so they can make a whole bunch of money mm-hmm. and they lose they lose it a little bit. They lose what makes the game a game. Because, yeah, they lose a little bit of the quality of the essence of what it's supposed well, to be. Because, I mean, one thing, a lot of these games, you just end up going around shooting a whole bunch of people. Mm-hmm. And whoever the studio is, 
you know, oh, we got this, uh, you know, this new, this video game character. They're not going to want to release a game, a movie that's two hours long of just bloodshed. I think that's not going to sell to families and kids. And why stuff. not? No, I, I think they should. <laughs> I, I would watch the show. I'd, I'd watch it. I got excited. <laughs> has just anybody, hearing that has anybody seen the raid? No. <laughs> oh God, yes. <laughs> I know it's not video game adaptation, but yeah. But but I mean, the raid's a great example of something that could, like you know, could be a video game adaptation, right? Mm-hmm. But they'd have to settle for the fact that it's not going to be some mm-hmm. big wide release. So okay, mm-hmm. we've been talking about. Adaptation. So my question to you guys is do you what's your top video game adaptation or guilty pleasure movie that when you see it you're like, oh man, I gotta watch it, even though I know it's not what it's supposed to be, but it's I really like the Warcraft movie. Werewolves within I love me Milana so much. I hope you're listening to this. I heart you. I stop and watch the AT&T ads absolutely every single time. I tear my ring off. I push my wife down the stairs. Tell me you're a stalker without telling me you're a stalker. Uh, man. Rudy, you got anything in the chamber? My, it, it was animated. The uh, and It wasn't really an adaptation. More of it was a sequel to the actual game. Um, <laughs> Final Fantasy. Ah. That's why I went to you, my man. That was that was yeah. a masterful, masterful like addition to that to that video game story. Just the way that you before because the, the combat is you know turn based and you know someone waving a sword, bang, hits the, the character, numbers drop. The way they they imagined that fight taking place in like in real time, mm-hmm. like the it's just that was the, one of the first things me and Jermaine bonded over was them showing Cloud just whooping ass with his big ass sword, like just the way he moved and flowed. Like just that whole movie was just really, really great action wise. Phenomenal. Did, did the action meet what you already had in your head? It like surpassed yeah. it because okay because of all these adaptations that we got before trash, but. <laughs> But it's just one of those things like where uh, I don't want to be that guy, but uh, me and Rudy actually went to the premiere for that. That's awesome. They, we, yeah, so that they, guy. they released it. <laughs> they released it in, in, in Japan, and you know we, we watched it with, with the subtitles, but they decided to give it a, a wider North American release. And they, so they actually excited. <laughs> they actually did dub for it with uh, sort of well-known actors at the time. And uh, they, they had a... Was it was it free? Did we pay for that? I'm pretty oh, no, sure it was, was free. It was free. And they, it was free. They they started, <laughs> you know, invites anyone who wants to come see this movie at the Arclight down in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. You know, just show up. That's awesome. And did, oh, we used to go to Hollywood so much to watch the, these free movies, but go ahead. We, we watched that movie. Didn't they give us the the soundtrack after for free too? Yeah, they gave us oh, like, the soundtrack. Like, it, was, it was a cool experience. Like the actors, all the voice all actors were there. It. it was so good. Yeah. But to to add to what uh Rudy said it's <clears throat> the movie had those elements like you play the video game and you kind of know how the mechanics of the game works so when you so when we watched Final Fantasy and they had all these action scenes and I'll never forget that rubble battle that they had in that movie I got so hyped, like I almost jumped out of my seat. Like it was, it was almost 
like watching the Matrix for the first time. Oh man! To seeing all these battles and to, and sorry to describe that scene real quick. Um, the the two uh, the main hero character and the main evil character, Cloud and Sephiroth, are fighting. They're fighting their way up a building. That's how fucking batshit this is. Um, the villain like destroys the building, and as the rubble is falling, with just his regular sword, they're bouncing around on the rubble, oh, fighting each that. other. And like that shit, that shit just blew my mind. I was, blew I was my gone. <laughs> gone. The building, the the structure. There's there's big pieces of the structure just falling, and then cloud is at the bottom, and he sticks his sword into the side of the building, and he steps on it, and and he just gets ready. Like like he does this like quick little heel click, and he like splits his sword, and he <laughs> grabs both of them, and he jumps and hurls his way through, and just. Bouncing off just rubble that's just falling, and they're just going at it, and I'm, and they're 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 fighting in the building like it's almost like uh, you're watching Zod or uh, Rod, Rod. And, <laughs> Neil before Rod, <laughs> but but Zod and Superman fighting because they're 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 bouncing off these rubbles and they're swinging the swords at each other, and then they're going through the building, and just the camera angles like when they're going to the building, you don't know. If they're right side up, you know, or, or upside down, like it, it just works. And it, and <laughs> I wish all movies were like that. <laughs> I need more. It's, it's fun because the, you know, the reason I asked the question, if it met your expectations, because I, I have this conversation Beyond. a lot about older, older games. Um, Cause yeah, you're right. Playing any of the older Final Fantasies, you hit a button, fight, here's mm-hmm. your target. And the guy steps up and like mm-hmm. swings his sword <laughs> once or twice. But as you know, I, I compare it to like almost like reading a book, right? You, you're you're filling it in mm-hmm. in your head when you play these old games. Like you know, your character's not just walking up with a straight arm and like doing this. Like you, you're putting that flourish in your head, mm-hmm. and and so part of me sometimes gets disappointed when I see it actually played out because it's like oh, like okay, like I'm I'm no longer filling it in in mm-hmm. my head. I'm just mm-hmm. watching something. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes they sur pass it so much that i'm like okay I, i'm glad i'm watching this because it's freaking awesome it's like that so scene good. i barely remember much of that movie at all but i do remember that scene and that that, that scene i actually cool. bought those uh two figures at wondercon was it wondercon that one was, year? Uh, yeah it was WonderCon. oh man that robo battle Ugh, <laughs> so good that was an animated movie mm-hmm. yeah it was like uh cg cg uh yeah but it was good mine is uh Mortal Kombat is the first one is my guilty pleasure. The the original first one, not the new one, but I I, I did like the new one, but the original uh Mortal Kombat would probably like my guilty pleasure of a movie. Like I'll never forget that Scorpion scene where Johnny Cage Dude. Was, was in that it hits that that the movie. Woods. That movie hits also too because of the, the soundtrack. The the oh, yeah. the soundtrack. The I just soundtrack, said it over and over. Yeah. But also the the era of it, like action movies mm-hmm. in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Dude, it was you didn't fucking need like a, a serious storyline. You yeah. could get away with like you know mm-hmm. just just fucking fighting into the next scene. The fighting, but it's know. such as you know simple story you of know. what Mortal Kombat is. You know, it's just these guys they they got to fight in this you know tournament. But for that time, just just seeing for me, Scorpion and Sub Zero do their thing. Mm. <laughs> so, do you, do you guys remember when uh, 
I was about to say uh, Luke Cage, but <laughs> Luke Kang, when he was getting ready to fight Sub-Zero, do you remember when Sub Zero is walking down those 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 steps? How he's kind of mm-hmm. in that in that pose. Anytime I walk down steps to this day, me and my friend Matt, <laughs> we fucking walk down steps exactly like how Sub Zero did in that yeah, movie. Post that on the Instagram. <laughs> we need we need visual of what that looks oh, like. Oh man, but yeah, but the Sub Zero fight and the Scorpion fight, and I'll never forget the reptile fight because of the soundtrack. Just. Back then, little Jermaine, oh my God, he was in heaven watching Mortal Kombat. <laughs> that movie was something back in the day. To piggyback off of that question, does anyone have a dream adaptation that they'd like to see made? Mm. Mine, for the longest time, was Twisted Metal, and we are finally getting it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I feel... I'll pray for you. Anthony Mackie. Uh, 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 I'll pray for you. Man, I that trailer <clears throat> dropped, and I mean, well, once, once, once I heard it was on like Peacock, which you know I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna shit on Peacock because I haven't really watched much from it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Twisted Metal to me is like, you know, I mean, I guess at this point everyone's like, can it be on HBO, please? HBO knows <laughs> what they're doing. Um, but I mean, that teaser dropped, and and he's just kind of playing this like goofball character and and i don't know i mean twisted metals it, it suffers from the same thing that the fighting games do right where y- y- everyone has their favorite character you play through you get like that character's story um i mean i i, I really mostly just remember the first two two games because those were, those were the good ones um but the whole idea was calypso the bad guy set up a tournament whoever wins he grinds you a wish and then he always kind of played that that genie kind of joke where if you didn't word your wish right it, you know, so all the endings were kind of these screwed up endings and that's what made the game so fun because you wanted to play through and watch everyone's screwed up ending um but i mean i wanted that movie so bad for the longest time and, and i always told myself like well it's cool that we're waiting because you know special effects are just going to get better and better and, mm-hmm. and, and stuntmen and everything like that but um we're finally getting it and you know what? <laughs> Good we'll luck. see we'll see uh, I'm sure I'm going to be disappointed. <clears throat> Guys, any of yours? For me, it's uh, one's already being green, green lit right now, and uh, it's Metal Gear, which is um, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting patiently for that movie to come out. Been waiting patiently, but. Uh, I thought that, that the post was uh, about a game and not. They're actually doing Metal Gear. It's been in talks. Like, I think uh, they. St- I, I want to say there's already concept art out. Because that was one I was going to say, like, dude, that would be a fantastic fucking movie I heard, to adapt. I heard for the longest time, I think they were looking at uh, Oscar Isaac to play uh, Solid Snake. I love Oscar But Isaac. I could be wrong. They, According to the, the Wikipedia page I just read, they announced that, that he was going to play Solid Snake, but, and he has interest in doing the role, but that thing was stuck in development hell for... Oh, yeah. It's, years and years and years. That's how it goes. And I'm going to be waiting for a long time. But uh, for me, it's Metal Gear. We already got The Last of Us. But if I had to pick anything else, because those are like my top two PlayStation games, uh, I, w- I would probably like to see maybe like a, a Devil May Cry, kind of like a maybe a series not not necessarily a movie because there's so, so many characters and I feel like with the series you can tell 
more of the story and get deeper into it. Mm-hmm. So for me, it would probably be Devil May Cry. Did you like the animated series that they came out with? The, oh, yeah, I did. A few years back? Yeah. I liked it for what it was. It wasn't the greatest thing, but it was Devil May Cry. So it was good enough for me. Going back to Metal Gear, would you want that to be a movie or a series? Because the the easy answer is like, well, series is going to be better. Yeah. You have more time to flesh out the story and just get more content. Just in general, get more content. But I feel... Although it's, it is kind of plagued with a smaller budget. But those those kind of characters and that kind of game, it's like it's set up for like a mission, right? And like any, I feel like any story where like, hey, complete a mission, that could be a good movie mm-hmm. if it's done yeah. right. Metal Gear, I I I feel like it could work as a movie because there's not too much there. Like with The Last of Us, you have you know this big story with a lot of these other characters, and you kind of got to give them their time too, but. I feel like with Metal Gear, if you focus on the main character and his journey and what he finds out, mm-hmm. especially from the first video game uh, that I played, the Metal Gear Solid for PlayStation. I know they had the ones for Nintendo, but I kind of dabbled in those, but not so much. But you can make a movie work uh, off the first um Metal Gear Solid movie, because if you guys ever seen like the cutscenes from uh, uh, the Twin Snakes version for the Nintendo GameCube, mm-hmm. those cutscenes from that particular one, and I think Nintendo has the rights to that version of the game. So I always wanted them to remake Metal Gear Solid, especially the first one. But I don't know if we're ever going to get that but it's one of those uh games where the uh cutscenes on the GameCube were superb cut cutscenes always like just give you that tease that little taste that makes you just like I mean I'm a big Blizzard fan for the longest time and Blizzard makes cutscenes and like cinematic intros and trailers that are so oh, good money. and you watch them and it's like why is there not a mo- Overwatch like Overwatch movie is so obvious and like the all the cinematic stuff and all the the character intros that they've done it's like how could there not be a movie yet <laughs> Diablo like I don't we were just watching the Diablo oh, yeah. 4 launch trailer the cinematic <laughs> launch trailer and it's just like that needs to be a movie like the cinematics are always such a little little taste a little tease of what could be that's why I want another. But there also fantasy. would be <laughs> so expensive to make a full movie at that quality that they're putting into those cinematics. Like that's insane. that's the thing too is uh, I mean because that's what I was trying to ask before with like the Final Fantasy movie that you guys you know were really falling have fell in love with is which one of the other than like things being a show and things being a live action which which video game do you think can can get away with being an animated movie. A specific I mean, I just said it. Game. I think Diablo. Yeah. I mean, you you look at the success of the Castlevania uh, anime that That'd they just cool they movie. just put out. It's like one of those kind of animes would work really well. I think with Diablo. Um, what else? Most you, fighting games, I think, can be like a anime. Well, on that note, in that vein, do you think we'll ever get a Super Smash Brothers movie? 
It's not a serious question. You know that. <laughs> oh no! I mean, we got a little tease. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> we got a little tease in the Mario movie, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Donkey Kong beating him up. I mean, I feel like it could happen. Because <laughs> I feel like, yeah, it like it. <laughs> like Final Fantasy has already like the anime look, and Diablo already has an anime look. Is there anything that doesn't? And, and Metal Gear also has an anime look that mm-hmm. they can just continue on with it. I so you're like, not going like, oh, you know, Oscar Isaac looks like because like, people were complaining about. Um, Space Daddy, um, help me out here, Pedro Pascal, and and we're complaining about it until we actually saw it, you know, come to fruition, and and it worked out. You know what I mean? It wasn't See, like, but that's everybody. They also complained about Ellie uh, Bella Ramsey's. They never out. stopped complaining about her. But that's yeah. everybody looking at it. And I forgot she was Lady Mormont, by the way. Oh yeah, they're, they're looking. They were oh, both. You, oh, you forgot that? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I want to shame him. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but, um, I loved her character. It's loved it's it. the thing that I mentioned with the Michael Bay turtles. They don't look like my generation of turtles because mm-hmm. I grew up with the original comics and the original. I'm looking forward to the new TMNT. Cartoon. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. me too. But it's one of those things. I don't need the characters to look exactly. And I get it. You know. Well, that's us. We're more forgiving. Yeah. But that's people already complaining about, you know, he doesn't look like Joel or she doesn't look like Ellie without giving it a chance. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. I could understand your complaints if you've already seen it and, and you didn't like it. Yeah. But just to jump off the bat right away. Now, the people did rally for uh, <laughs> Sonic. Oh, yeah. man. So they saved Sonic the Hedgehog. Now, that-, that, that, that complaint... Was that happening alongside with hashtag Snyderverse? Is valid. Uh. Or the hashtag um, Snyder Cut? Because, man, the, the whole ugly Sonic thing was... <laughs> Jesus, I mean, that took the internet by storm. And when I first saw the trailer, it was like, oh, a Sonic movie? And then you see ugly Sonic, and he has teeth, and whatever the fuck is happening there. Yeah. And it's horrifying. <laughs> and people took to the internet. And they, I think that the people saved whatever oh, yeah. the fuck they were doing I, with that movie. I, I'm, they saved I'm glad they dropped the that trailer when they did because. Side note, by the way, I love that it was kind of like Jim Carrey's like resurgence, and he was just amazing in that. I didn't think that he would ever be Doctor Robotnik. Of all people, oh, yeah. play, of all people, of oh, all no. people, I, I I would not have guessed. <laughs> but it, but it worked in I, the realm of the never. movie. Did you ever see how some people, you know, I mean, the internet loves conspiracy theories, but there were people that thought that the ugly sonic was pure marketing because I've they, heard, they yeah, came out with the, the right one pretty pretty quick <laughs> and i mean bad like, press is good press as they say yeah exactly. i mean it was even like a running joke in uh the uh, rescue rangers that came out on disney plus my only fear with i mean i am so glad they saved sonic you know i don't know what I mean, and, and you, you think of a movie, so many people have to write off something, right? It's not like the artist can just turn something in and they go straight to print or whatever it's called mm-hmm. with it. I mean, like, so many people approved that ridiculous version of mm-hmm. Sonic. So many people approved. I mean, you would think someone would have even, like, showed their kids. It's like, hey, is this okay? And the kid would have been like, fuck no. <laughs> See, um, but Run screaming. My only, my only concern about it was that it empowered the angry mob of nerds online to think now that mm-hmm. anytime that uh, plus a, hashtag Snyder cut. Yes. Yeah. And even, I mean, like I was someone that really wanted the Snyder cut, but I mean, I, you can see the viciousness 
of even that mob, right? Where like they're not even going to give James Gunn a chance, and and it's just it's cool that studios will listen to the audience more because I think they should because the audience <clears throat> knows what we want and stuff. But it's a slippery but, slope. But yeah, I don't want like the crazy people like just shutting down anything that's that has any sort of artistic variation or something to what we're used to or what to refine what some that, people want to refine that i think i think i think what you're trying i'm gonna tell you what you're trying to say doug Go i for it. i think try that it isn't about the number of people that are saying one particular thing i think it it is how some creators create which is best idea wins oh yeah you know they're um the show show writer for um the good place. I forget his name, but he's one of those people that always says it's the best idea wins, which sounds so simple. And mm. my God, that actually is a great idea. You know, it isn't about the hierarchy of hierarchy of anything. It isn't about the sheer numbers of anything. It's, you know what? That happened to be a good idea. Sometimes some ideas come from uh, a key grip, a, a light guy, mm-hmm. you know, happens to throw a thing out there. Well, it's probably best ideas within a time frame too, mm-hmm. right? Cause you can't sit on something forever, but you guys also do have to look at, uh, if we're going to talk about Ugly Sonic, it's at the time where Disney's coming out with all their live action ad- adaptations. And, and that's a whole different topic. But but I, I feel like the reason why we got Ugly Sonic is because of the direction. Uh, not saying that this is the answer, but 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 I'm just saying they they might have said, you know what, if we're gonna make a Sonic movie, let's make him look like an actual hedgehog, you know, like how Disney's doing with all these live action. They're actually making these characters look like the actual animal that they're supposed to look like. Hedgehogs aren't blue or stand up. But <laughs> correct. But yeah. But to Jermaine's point, the whole Disney thing making them look, you know, accurate, blah, blah, blah. I don't agree with any of it. Like I didn't like the Lion King. I thought that they were this is a whole tangent, but they focus so much on the lions being lions that literally as Scar and Simba or whatever, having some fucking deep conversation, they're like cleaning each other and like doing actual cat lion things <laughs> like, no, and, and people have like caught onto that and they've, um, they, you know, put their own artistic skills have fixed mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. and made them look just, just this side of cartoon. You know what I mean? Where you can oh, mix both those. of those things. Oh, you, yeah. can, you, you can, can do that. A la Sonic. Well, you know, I think so. some of it could also just be toy cells. Oh, yeah. You know, there already is Sonic the Hedgehog toys. Are, they're made, there used to be. I don't know. And so you release a movie and it's just going to be more of the same. So you change them up. Ninja Turtles, same thing. Michael Bay comes out with, you already have Ninja Turtle action figures, mm-hmm. but now you can go buy the movie ones. But that's Shrek what the Turtles. studios... Yes, <laughs> want to do they they what an ugly they want to sell these things so that's why uh, superhero movies should I go with Captain America as an example or or even Batman every different uh, movie that comes out he has a different suit oh yeah and it all yeah. goes to <laughs> sales yeah. you know of of toys uh, what happened with Young Justice which I can't believe that that animated a. Uh, Great Car- show. Cartoon actually got canceled because of yeah. toy sales because they say they weren't <laughs> selling enough toys. I'm like, yeah. that's the reason. Yep. Oh yeah, of course. But uh, Rudy, did you go buy any toys? <laughs> I I actually have. Uh, uh, You're the problem. <laughs> Aqualad, uh, Kid Flash, and I think 
a Nightwing from that mm. series. Opened, so, opened or closed. So I got my Happy Meal toy. No. But <laughs> do you have any animated adaptation? Oh, motherfucker. I got so wrapped up in you guys' conversation. I had a couple and I forgot. <laughs> Fuck. I want to do a shout out, though. If we're talking, maybe not ones that we want, but ones that exist is Arcane. I never played League of Legends. I know very little about oh, it. That Arcane, uh, Arcane was so that was phenomenal. good. That's such a good show. And Castlevania. Oh, oh, oh. Fuck. I oh, just oh, remember oh, what I was thinking of. I don't know how I can oh, forget. Oh, oh. Um, the right I would stuff. love to see fucking Destiny as a live action. Oh, fuck but me, yes. <laughs> I, I think as expensive as that shit would be, just, you know, special effects wise. That would be a, an amazing fucking animated, animated oh, series. Absolutely. Oh yeah. For absolutely. me, listening to this Hollywood, Rudy, <laughs> I need spoken. It. I need it now. If I had to choose one, uh, we already got Devil May Cry. I already said Devil May Cry, but uh, I wouldn't mind seeing a animated. Uh, wait, has Assassin's Creed been animated? I don't think so. Right? Wasn't. They, did they do an Assassin's Creed movie? Just they, oh, they did, they did an action. Assassin's Creed movie with Michael Fassbender. Yeah, they did do a movie, but... Uh, Forgot about that shit. Oh, my a- God. Animated movie-wise, though. That, but that, that's the whole point of the... Con- sorry, 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 sorry. That's the whole point of the conversation is that, like, a lot of these movies, even though we're, you know, a lot of us are going, you know, I didn't mind that movie, so many of them were forgettable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uncharted. Oh, yeah. yeah. A lot I of watched them it. Oh, couldn't tell you anything about it. It doesn't Spider-Man have those elements... Mark Wahlberg <laughs> Marky Mark with a mustache but because like, hey, I talked about that for me. Huh? how about that <laughs> but because I talked about Metal Gear on the last <laughs> episode there's moments in that game that that are not forgettable that I will always remember and I feel like these 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 movies don't have that type of uh, element that the game had the reason why they have all these fans you know because the gameplay and there's certain moments that you have as a player that you'll just never forget, you know, playing a certain game. Um, and when these movies comes out, they're just basic movies and they don't hold like a place in your heart. And you you just, well, but oh, ga- yeah, gaming, I forgot about that movie. You're like, oh, yeah. Like playing a game, though, I mean, I think you said it like you there's a challenge or some mm-hmm. unique mechanic. Like, I don't know if a show or a movie could ever get that and that's one thing when people like you know bad mouth gaming which i know doesn't happen as mm-hmm. much now but that was always one of those things it's like you know versus reading a book mm-hmm. watching a show a movie it's like gaming has like a challenge or something like something unique that will stick with you forever but to 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 challenge that it's i feel final fantasy that advent children i'll i'll never forget that robot battle like that came out of nowhere didn't expect it. The action in this movie was so good. And um, in The Last of Us, the scene where Joel has to sneak up behind the sniper. Oh, yeah. To yeah. get that. Or the Rat King pops out. I will, I, will, I will never forget that particular scene or moment in the game. And even in the show, like, it was good. So they did a really good job. It's, I feel like you can have... You know that saying, "Your cake and eat it too," but it's just how you. Um, <laughs> background noise. We're hearing background noise, but anyways, it's just how you execute it and visually how you show these certain things. Like, like I said, the Matrix 
could be a good movie, but it had those elements in there that we've never seen before. Therefore, accelerated it and made it a great movie. Mm-hmm. I feel like movies can't have that. The, the The Raid movie, even though it's not a, a you know video game adaptation, but it could be. But I damn near remember every single fight that was in that movie. Every single fight that was in that thing. Yeah. I'll never forget that scene where the dude had the machete and he and there was a guy hidden in the wall and he was sticking the machete in the wall. I'll I'll never forget that. Yeah. That, but it's just one of those things God, I got that movie. I feel you could have it, you could have those moments in there, but it's the people that are behind it. You have to be creative enough to to visually pull things off uh like you just said, the arcane movie or the, the arcane animated movie. I've never played any of the games, but that series, phenomenal. Another interesting thing about video game adaptations are when they take these very old games that don't have a story at all. You're looking at Rampage mm. as one that they've done. And then they're also, what I think they're working on Space Invaders. And then there's talk about Asteroids, which... You know, those ones to me, it's like, well, they're working with just a name at this point and a mm-hmm. general idea. So hopefully they can make them good. Um, but I, I will say this. Anyone that makes any of these games, even those that I just mentioned, I didn't watch it and I don't play much of the games. But the Monster Hunter movie, I lost all interest in it when I saw that it was going to be that whole idea of like, Here's some humans from Earth, and they get sucked into a portal and into this world. Like it just, it doesn't work. I think the original, like the D and D movie, not this latest one, the last Dungeons and Dragons movie they did, they did the same thing. Like a group of players playing, they get sucked into the world. It it just makes for a goofy. It it just doesn't work to me. And Monster Hunter, the few games I have played, it's like that could have easily been a movie. That could have absolutely been some Hunter. Uh, I mean, it would have been a great opportunity opportunity to use like a person of color like uh, i mean like indigenous tribes because there's like a Mm -hmm. really like tribal kind of motif to to those games like they could have done so much but instead they they sucked in some like american soldiers into the world and so i hope that never happens again with any of these adaptations they could almost made that uh adaptation almost like uh the predator movie exactly prey exactly that would have been great for a Monster Hunter uh, movie. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, before we sign off, I we have to do a shout out to The Witcher, which again, I didn't play a those shout games. Shout out to Tasha Coin. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't play those games, but uh, I mean, The Witcher 3 has always been like a game to play. And I, mm-hmm. I love Cyberpunk, so it's the same company. I, I'm sure I would love uh, The Witcher 3. Um, but that show, really good. And it's a shame Henry Cavill mm-hmm. had to leave. Yeah, man. I don't know. I Who's mean, I'll take his place. Liam Hensworth. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm sure I'll still watch him. Uh, I haven't watched. They they did a spinoff already, right? Bloodlines or something like that. Yeah, they had a spinoff. Blood uh, something. Yeah, something like that. I didn't watch that yet. I, I don't know. I, th- I feel like with Henry Cavill gone, I'm just like, ugh. But he's he is supposed to be in the next season, though, before he leaves, right? Is he? I don't know. I thought Because I think he's... He filmed season three, I believe, and then after this, like that's oh well, then I'm excited again. It for him, <laughs> it's an easy change. It's just in the world of magic, you go oh, 
accidental magic spell. My face is different. Oh, I hope they do. I They've hope that they do shows. that. Like someone spills a potion on him or something like that. They do like a really bad CG Henry Cavill because they didn't even want to bring him in. And then like a potion and then it's Liam's, Liam Hensworth. Or like he has I hope to, he like, melts like that dude from Robocop. Like too many people recognize him. So hey guys, the conversation's gonna go on forever, and so this, as always, is a good place as any to end the conversation. Wait, what? One second or not. before we end it, I have a segment I'd like to introduce, and I hope we'll be able to do uh, more of in the future. Uh, I want to call it the comment section. Hmm. Um, I did receive. Ah. Oh, we got a, a comment? written comment. Oh, a written comment on uh, on I believe it was a Star Wars episode. Oh. Um, this one is directed to Jermaine. Um, it says, what? No, you tell Jermaine to shut his filthy whore mouth. Mando <laughs> will not die ever. <laughs> I believe that was reference to uh, the comments we made about what served the story if Mando died and, you know, oh, yeah. left. It's like, just a so, theory. Jermaine, shut your filthy whore mouth. I will. Mando will never die. I backed him, I mean, though. I hope he doesn't. I don't. <laughs> no, I backed I don't him. Want him to. I don't. Look, I don't ever want want him to die. Listen, Jermaine, live you know, forever in our hearts. We can't all live forever. We sometimes need to be one with the force, and the force one with us. <laughs> but we shall see. And you too can reach out to us on the comment section <laughs> and uh, on our social media at the Hype Attack. Uh, again, it's the end of the show, guys. You got to pack it up, pack up your video games, pack up all your other nerdy stuff, and we'll meet you again next week. Let's continue the conversation, as Doug says. Yeah. I, uh, I really I like I said it for you. <laughs> As you can tell, we all really like talking. How Because, uh, yeah, let us know what, you know, video games you like or what adaptations you guys want to see and all that good stuff. And let us know which ones you fucking hated and let us know <laughs> things that maybe you want us to t- t- talk about. You're part of the conversation, too. Join in. Hit us up in the comment sections. DMs on at the, at the Hype Attack on Instagram and TikTok. Guys, with, with a little energy, because the last episode... Our sign off was a little flat. No, I, I did that on my, purpose. I okay, okay, fun. okay, good. Oh, I, that makes me feel better. I, I, like, because I would kind of like. Uh, I think I, I felt the energy from you guys being kind of droney. So I was like, oh, oh no, no, no. Oh, I was doing it on purpose where I was like, it. one of us. Yeah, same yeah. hive time. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't follow. Okay. Yeah, I on. Yeah. Clean. Okay. All right. Guys, we're going to catch you again next time. Same hype time, same Same hype hype channel. channel. Hype attack.